Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to the Movers Mindset Podcast, where I talk with movement enthusiasts to find out who they are, what they do, and why they do it. My guest today is Tori Kubik. Welcome, Tori. How are you? I'm lovely. How are you? I'm good. It's a, a day of a, a long day of so many wonderful podcasts. I'm I'm like totally over like <laughs> my cup runneth over, I guess would be a good way to put it. So um I'm kind of bummed that this is the last one of these. I should I should just put this up here front. So this is it, the last episode of Movers Mindset before. Well, I'll be at Move NYC. You all thought I was going to end the show. No, no, no. Um, I think the people listening should stretch their comfort zones just a little bit by attending Tori's session at Move NYC. You can head to the, don't forget the article, themovementcreative.com and click on Move NYC. Meanwhile, Tori and I will continue our discussion while you go register. Uh, or you just press pause. Tori, I've seen some contortion, professional contortion, um, and it's always, there are so many things that have been said about it, just like everybody has things to say about it. But I loved when I saw, I think I first saw it on your Instagram, not in your TEDx talk. Totally go watch Tori's TEDx talk. And the the turn of phrase, (laughs) I don't want to screw it up, calmness connoisseur. And it's not just a phrase. It's you have some really great points. I'm not a contortionist, but you have some really great points about what contortion means to you. So, can you unpack for me a little bit what calmness means to you and and how that's actually for you, in your opinion, the heart of what's going on in contortion? Yeah. So, contortion, the number one thing I think of is calmness. And for a long time, it you know I've been studying it for a bit now. Um, I did start as an adult, though. However, uh, you know it was hard to kind of squish it. Ironically, you know, squish it all together and kind of figure out you know how to describe it to others because it's such a different right. practice than other types of movements, and it's kind of, it's hard to explain it to people who don't um, you know stretch like crazy every single day. So. Um, the number one, it's not, you know, it is very physical, but it's also very mental. Um, and so you really have to connect those two. Um, and the only way to do that is to find calmness and and to turn within. And um, not, I think it's the best way to describe it. And a lot of people might think of contortion as gross, icky, like a, you know, like a freak show or like, Sometimes it has this negative connotation. And I mean, to me, I think it's the most beautiful thing ever. That's why I do it. That's why I practice it. Um, but some people just can't wrap their head around what it is. or But it has a lot of um, calmness behind it. And it's kind of about um, expanding as well, not just um, squishing and packing things nice and tightly. It's about finding space, finding freedom, um, and finding the breath together. Mm. I like the point you make about finding space. I was, I was just, I hadn't thought of this until just now as I was listening to you. Um, I don't want to say I have a thing for gapping challenges, but it is not uncommon to spot Craig when he should be doing parkour trying to squeeze my, you know, four third scale self through like a three quarter scale space. 
and haven't gotten seriously stuck yet, but there's a moment. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking parkour people out there who've like done some gapping challenges or some, some quirky like reverse QM bat hang climbing things that aren't really gap challenges. There's, there's usually a moment where you're like mistakes were made, you know, and like in the middle <laughs> of it, if I just go, okay, usually I can manage to chew what I've bitten off. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if if you agree, like if you've got, I don't know what your personal movement practice is beyond your contortion practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know you do paddleboarding and things, but I'm not sure how much you've experienced what the parkour people would call gapping challenges. And I, I'm just wondering, am I in the right ballpark of thinking that maybe I have at least caught a glimpse of it when I've been in those tight spaces, even though I'm not folded up real small? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. That's exactly it, I believe. Um, so, you know, you see an obstacle, you see a challenge and, you know, it's kind of like the fight or flight, I can make it through or I can't, but, um, you know, so trying to assess it and then, you know, this plan A doesn't work, but not just stopping there and thinking, well, if it doesn't work head first, maybe it works Mm. shoulder first, or there's so many different ways that we can move our body. And, um, you know, there's like, you know, the first way that, you know, initial general way, but then, sometimes the ways that aren't um, automatic are sometimes the way to do it. So it's just thinking of trying to flip your world upside down and thinking of moving in a different way. Um, Cause there, you know, if we just move one degree, sometimes that makes all the difference. Um, and so, yeah, just trying to find another way, another option. Um, and I, I love, and I also love, Houdini, I think he's a really cool guy. Um, so just thinking of, you know, how to escape or um, how to get out. And there's usually a way and it might look like it's impossible from that, from, you know, just looking at it straight on. But if you flip up, if you turn yourself 180 or, um, you know, another degree this way or that way, you see the world in a whole different way. You see your obstacle in a whole different way. And maybe you can squeeze through if you're looking at it at a slightly different angle. So, um, yeah, I think that applies to contortion, to many other different movements, um, disciplines as well. Some of the aerial, um, it's not silk. So a lot of times I have trouble. I have like an image in my head, but I'm like, I don't know what this stuff's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a set of aerial uh, maneuvers that I've okay. seen with straps and yeah. the simplest, like uh, I'm, I'm kind of air quoting simple because I'm guessing none of this is simple, but yeah. the simplest um, movements with the body, like mm-hmm. as you were describing, what you're talking about, you're, you're moving your center and all of a sudden this change in your shape now gravity does this new new kind of work and you wind up or by shifting you can wind down and that was a really it's an interesting i, I to me i'm just trying to like wrap my brain around the loading you know of the straps winding around myself i don't know about that but that seems like a way that people might be able to get an experience of combinations of inversions and rotations without like being wedged in a bench. (laughs) (laughs) And I like, do people, do people find that more approachable when they see it or when they try it or they're like, uh, what's the gateway that gets people really to understand the calmness that you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, great. 
Um, I really like rambling. that up. <laughs> no, rambling. I, 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 I like, question mark on the end. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I do a bunch of aerial stuff as well. Um, and so yeah, a lot of people, you know, they'll hire like the silks or the other apparatuses because, right, right. but personally, my favorite are aerial straps. Um, and I like them, me and my best friend as well. She's in Vegas. She's a surf girl, Jasmine. Um, but so both of us, you know, everyone likes the silks, the hoop, the other, flying things and that's what a lot of people hire book or you know want for their party or event or show but um we like straps the best because it's all about it's not about the the apparatus or the thing it's about your body it's about you so you're using your body more and you're using your core more and working out from your center so you always feel like everything is in the core and then everything is an extension um and so and it's yeah it's just it is more simple harder but more simple so there's like that um that irony in there but um so because it's just two little lines and there's they don't move you're the one moving them um which is that's what I really really like and um for a lot of the time so I've done some people hires me a contortionist some people as an aerialist um and then you know people also put you into boxes they classify you as one thing or another and different people look at you different ways um I mean I kind of I do both for different things and um I do think contortions maybe like a little more rare or like a little more scary in a way to try because it's um in a both are different but um let's just say like in New York there's less contortionists than there are aerialists hmm. So like a lot of the times when I'm in New York, people will hire me to do contortion because there's so many aerialists. Um, but also aerialist is aerial work is also extremely hard in a different way. Um, but maybe people think it's less impossible. I don't know. So, but, you know, both have their own challenges. But, um, but yes, I do think, you know, using it to kind of invert yourself is such a great way to you know feel the world around you and you know that can translate into flipping or tumbling and um and so I think they're both great 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 things um yeah just having that feeling that inversion feeling your core is really really being a great feeling you've clearly spent a lot of time not only doing this stuff but thinking about how this stuff um, not just goes together, like, you know, how do I make a good routine, which I can't imagine how you wrap your brain around that. But I, I'm wondering if you've also thought about, now this might be really challenging. Can you identify whether taking up contortion, oh, is it contortionism or contortion, taking up contortion? Did that, did that change the way you think? And I don't just mean about how you think about movement or how you see things, but can you identify whether, you know, the Tory before you were, I'm going to say, discovered that calmness and that expansiveness that is contortion, was that a change in your thinking? Like not just this activity is different, but like it changed the way you see the world, it changed the way you think? Yes, completely, 100%. Um, so when I was a kid, I, I danced growing up. That's my movement background, which I'm so thankful for um, to have that, you know, be able being exposed to movement as a kid has, you know, changed, been amazing. But, um, but I was still such a nervous, shy kid. And 
teenager and young adult, like that I carried that through without. And like, I had all this anxiety and so much, so many of us are riddled with anxiety and um, especially in this fast paced world and, you know, it's only getting more and more dramatic, but, um, but being able to find, yeah, when I learned how to contort my body and to learn these different disciplines, um, I, the only way to do it was to be calm. You, you can't, it's physically impossible to do it anxious like there's just no way so you have to it's calmness or or nothing so I found the calmness and that didn't just translate for you know when I was doing contortion when I was on stage or practicing it like it did it translated throughout my entire life um you know even like driving like I used to be terrified to drive in New York City no way like my parents hated it they were like no way driving the city no way (laughs) and so like I grew up with that mindset I was like I could I could never do that and then um, and then I started, you know, building these acts, these shows, and, you know, I had to drive these big props into the city. And, um, and then I was like, I don't know if I could do it, but I just channeled that same calmness that I applied on stage to driving in the city. And it's, you know, still, I don't love sitting in traffic and all the craziness, but I can master it. I can do it. Um, just the same exact mindset that I have, or what, you know, just like a ton of different things like that. Um, and I, it's like interesting if I wish, you know, I used to be anxious when I would take a test in school. Like if I did, maybe if I applied those same principles, if I could go back in time, would it help me? I don't know, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so many things, if, you know, I would be apprehensive to approach. I just try to take that same mindset and it works wonders. Hmm. Uh, so many, I pause because I'm just like, oh, I got 83 <laughs> things I want to ask. Um, before we go too much further, uh, where can people find more about you? Where, like, as we're talking about Instagram and TED Talks, and it's like, where can yeah. we send people so they can find more about you or get in touch with you? Totally. So, I mean, my Instagram is contortion. So, my name inside the word contortion. And, or, so that's my handle, or I have a website. It's just contortion.com. And that has everything my TED Talk, you know, some writing that I like to write about, you know, movement and, and other things and so just like little things I've written and some performances and you know maybe events or shows that I have coming up so that has everything nice. on there if you want to yeah have a question or tell me a little bit about uh, what you're going to uh, I don't want to like let the cat but tell me how your <laughs> session is going to work but like what what are you hoping that people would take away from coming to um getting bent into shape yeah so i hope it's not just it's not all like i'm gonna bend you and squish you and torture you i brought ratchet straps that's that's not it at all it's it is it's very um it takes a lot of strength so it's very like balanced so with like each flexible move you're gonna do a strength move so it you kind of like build it you take one step you take another so it's not like you're just Mm. climbing up to one side and you're unbalanced, you're, it's flexibility, strength, flexibility, strength. So they go hand in hand. So you're using your own core, your own body weight. Um, so I think it's not as, um, so a lot of people initially, like, so if I do ever, when I do teach workshops and things like that, there's always people that will come up to me and they'll be like, some of them will be like maybe aerialists or dancers and they'll be like, oh, I would have taken your workshop, but I'm too scared or, um, you know, it's, I can't do that. I'm not flexible or like, that's just, you know, I, it's you like, they put in the impossible box, you know? Um, but then the people that 
do come are like, wow, you know, I thought it was going to be maybe, you know, more torturous. (laughs) Yeah. And it is, it's definitely extremely hard, definitely a challenge, but, um, but a different kind of challenge. And so just trying to, and then that challenge does translate to a multitude of other movement styles and it's not just contortion. It just has just, I'm just giving like a few tools that, um, will open up your body, open up your mind and, which can, you know, filter in many other ways, many other avenues as well. What's, um, well, the first question that came to mind is what's something that people get wrong about you, but that can be a really hard question to answer. Not everybody reacts <laughs> well to that. Um, but if you want to take a stab at that, that was the question that came to mind. It was, um, what do people get? Well, yeah, I guess a lot of people think, you know, either think, maybe that I don't have to warm up or that I roll out of bed and I can, you know, be spaghetti, but that's not the case. I make sure I warm up a lot beforehand. Um, you know, just trying to take care of my body. Um, I wasn't born born that way. Um, just trying to so a lot of people just think it's like kind of like a, you know, genetic defect or something. But um but no, it just takes a lot of hard work and it's a lot of strength, a lot of discipline um, and yeah, warming up, warming up, cooling down, um, not just roll out of bed and, you know, do it with your eyes closed. It's a lot mm-hmm. more than that. Is it a, a really fundamentally different contortion? Is it a really fundamentally different experience for you uh, to work with other people? Um, does that... And it has to make it more complicated, but does it also open up new opportunities to like collaborate in that calm space? Or how does that work when you start, you know, I don't want to say throwing in other bodies in the box, but <laughs> in, that, <laughs> in that direction? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it is. It's always, it is a smaller, more niche kind of discipline, um, even though it's quite antiquated. It's still, you know, it's always quite small. So when there are like a group of contortionists together or people that are training contortion, it is, it's, it is really, really great and um, exciting. Cause usually it is, you know, kind of like you have to be, I feel like a lot of, if you want to like actually, you know, really, really train contortion. Um, and just, just as it is, a lot of people are, most of them are introverted. I want to say like, because it's just like a, you're in your own little world, you're in your own little box, your own little zone, um, and it's very internal. Um, so a lot of contortionists that I know, most of them are introverted. They're not like, you know, crazy extroverted and, mm. you know, very boisterous. So whereas, you know, compared to other circus arts, their movement disciplines, like, you know, a lot of people are very, you know, outspoken and like the community. And so it is nice. And I am, I'm very introverted, but I do. So when I get to, bring contortion into like a community it is it's different because i'm not it's not the norm but um but it is it's very rewarding because it you know you can spread this you can share how magical it it is how magical it can translate and feel um because normally as i would say you have to be or it's definitely like a little more lonely and introverted but um solo passion right (laughs) most of the time you know but yeah 
Well, as much as I hate to say it, I always hate to say it. I'm watching the time slip by. I oh, think I should. I think I should just. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes is like a drag race, right? And then the airbag goes off at the end. So the airbag is, and of course, the final question: three words to describe your practice. Yes, I would say courageous, calm, and capable. So you mm. need to be courageous. So you have to have that first instinct, and then calmness is everything. Um, that's the only way to do it. If you take out that, if that comes out of the equation, it's not going to work. Um, and then once you find the calmness, you see that you are capable of so much more. And it, that's the best part when you know, when you're like, wow, like things seem impossible. And then you overcome that and um, you realize that you were capable all along. That's the best feeling. Tori, thank you so much. That was, um, I don't know, I don't know what I was expecting. Cause I was like, I don't know anything <laughs> at all about contortion. I mean, other than the little bit that I've seen, uh, but it was nice to get a chance to, um, to not just read about or to watch a Ted talk, but it's actually, I mean, everybody listening, so sorry, go make your own podcast, but it's nice to get a chance to actually talk to people. Cause I can interact and actually see like, how you move and how you think and like everybody else didn't get to see the video, but in the video I can see how you're moving and I can see what ideas light you up and what things are, are interesting and where your passion lies. So it's just a downright pleasure to get a chance to meet you and to talk. So thanks for taking the time and uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs>